Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. It is the birthday edition uh, on this episode of the Cone Edge, and I'm not talking about the Cone Edge's birthday, it's mine. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's my birthday today, so happy birthday to me. I don't know why I uh, share that, I'm not a huge one on birthdays, but uh, thought I'd let you know anyway. Coming up on today's podcast, uh, we head back to California to touch base with Kelly O'Mara uh, to find out about what she's done in the water. And she comes from a, a fairly decent swimming background. Uh, and uh, yeah, we find out what she's done in the water over time to get better uh, and improve her Ironman swim. Before we head to the coach's corner, though, just uh, a quick heads up once again. If you haven't uh, considered becoming a patron of the Cone Edge and supporting us, uh, I'd like to urge you to do that. Uh, what it is, uh, it's just an opportunity for you to help us keep the lights on uh, here at the Cone Edge. And uh, we've had some pushback uh, from our audience, unfortunately, about the advertising that we have had on our podcast over the last couple of months. But uh, yeah, necessary evil. I'm afraid uh, if we need to keep the lights on, that's uh, what we need to do. So uh, what I am giving you the opportunity to do, though, uh, is help keep the lights on. So if you would like to access a commercial-free or an advert-free feed of the Kona Edge, all you need to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash support, become a patron. Uh, we'll put your name up in lights as well on our patron page, uh, and you can uh, yeah, support the show and uh, get the podcast commercial-free. It's as simple as that. That's uh, thekonaedge.com forward slash support. It's time for the Coach's Corner, and our coach in the spotlight today is Frank Soul of Soul Swim Solutions. If you are looking for some help with your swim stroke, I can tell you Frank is the man. He has over 20 years' experience as a premier swim tactician and triathlon coach for endurance athletes. He uses technique-driven swim coaching in uh, working with pro triathletes, Kona qualifiers, and age groupers, and easily adapts to an athlete's talents, personality, and limitations. He recognizes your abilities to maximize your swimming potential by utilizing the essential elements in his ebook the 10 b's of triathlon swimming it's definitely worthwhile checking that out frank is a usat level 2 triathlon coach asca level 3 swim coach u.s masters swim coach certified in world open water swimming association coaching afpa certified personal trainer functional movement screening certified exercise professional and certified nutrition and wellness consultant consultant. Soul Swim Solutions offers a variety of online coaching services, including video stroke analysis with written workouts and drills to improve your swim performance and exceed your race day goals. So if the swim is your big concern, I'm telling you now, Frank Soul is your guy. Go check him out. The website to get to is soulswimsolutions.com. If you uh, want to link directly through from the Kona Edge, all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching and you can get all the details you need there about Frank Soul. We head back to California to catch up with uh, Kelly O'Mara on uh, the podcast. Kelly, you come from a swimming background, so the swim for you must be uh, a breeze. <laughs> I don't think anything's ever a breeze. <laughs> I uh, swam as a kid, but then I actually didn't for a long time. I didn't swim in college. I didn't swim in high school. Um, so I don't have the swimming background of particularly at the pro level. There's a lot of people who swam, you know, Olympic trials level swimmers. And I, I am not at that level. So it's, it, there is a big gap between those front people and kind of the next group. Uh, 
that's tough. So I don't think it's ever a breeze for anybody, but in terms of, you know, getting through it, yeah, like it's fine. Um, I really did start swimming a lot more in the last couple of years and swimming a lot more and particularly changing my style of stroke to more of an open water stroke has made a big difference, like a huge difference. You, you talk about swimming as a kid. Were you swimming competitively as a kid or, or did you did you just point around that you were comfortable enough in the water that you had the basics, almost like riding a bike? Were you, were you pretty good as a, as a youngster? Uh, we have these like park district. We had these park district club team. Like at your local park, there was the team, and then you competed against the other local parks. So that's what I did. Okay. Uh, it was not super serious, but you know, we had meets. It was fun, that kind of thing. Yeah, and you know what? It, it's also I think for anyone in, in a triathlon background, and I mean, I've asked this like so often. Like, it's ask people, how do you improve your swim? And they'll say, I'll start when you're six. Uh, and unfortunately, when you're 30 and you haven't swum, it's it's impossible. But it does make a, a big difference. Talk to me about that, the changing the stroke, because it's interesting you say that. A lot of people, all they do is swim in the pool, and then when they get out in open water, it is slightly different. And stroke-wise, what have, what have you done? Tell me about those tweaks and changes that you've made. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I've always been a better open water swimmer than pool swimmer, partially because I'm just not, like, a super smooth – like, you know, I don't have, like, the nice glide. Uh, but my coach, uh, Hilary Disquet, she's really into – band swimming you know swimming with a band on your ankles which i mean there's other ways to do this but that does make you force a higher turnover which is more of an open water stroke and she's also really big on having a higher turnover not worrying about like a nice pretty glide between the lane lines kind of stroke but more of a open water just like pull as much water as possible keep it going um so she's big on that and so that's it was kind of how i always swam but it's definitely shifted even more so that direction in the last couple of years um which does make a difference because you it is because the start of the swim is crazy like you're not gonna have time to like well let me have my nice like long extension like it's not gonna happen yeah, so exactly as far as training wise how much i mean how big would the split be swimming in pool to open water do you do most of your training in a in a pool or do you do lots lots yeah, of yeah. open water no i do i swim mostly in the pool um almost all in the pool um because i just because i just if swimming was a problem or open water was a problem for me, I would probably swim more open water, but because it is kind of naturally how I swim and because we do do so much like mimicking, mimicking of that with the band and everything, it's just not a big problem for me. So I do like to get in it, you know, a few times, especially right before the start of the season, especially because out here it's really cold in April. The water in the bay is like 52. Oh my God, it's really cold. So you have to kind of like remind yourself that it's really cold. As far as things you're working on in the water now, what, what are some of the things you're working hard on to, to improve and get better at in the swim? That's an interesting question. Um, it's only been recently that I've really gotten decent at drafting. Um, I, I was okay at it before, but now I've actually gotten like pretty good at the like on your feet, like on someone's feet, because it's hard to be able to follow someone and make decisions when you're just swimming all out, when you're just trying to finish like as hard as you write. So it's only recently that I've actually gotten to the point that I'm able to kind of be like, oh, I want to follow this person or I want to follow that person or I'm going to speed up and try and get on that person's feet. So that's kind of been what I've been working on is, you know, making like, who do I want to follow? Am I taking the best line? It doesn't always go well, but at least that's like what we're practicing. So. Do you think that's something that age groupers don't do enough of? Uh, it's, I mean, it's the only place that you can draft and, and you, you do get a huge advantage doing it. So why, why not do it? Do you think it's something that, that age groupers should try more? Of? I think, so again, I, I'm not totally sure how the races are in South Africa, but here everything went to a rolling start yep. for age groupers. And I think it's really hard now with the rolling start. Like you just, you're not by people that are you know, necessarily your speed. You're swimming through people. People are swimming over you. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the role. I think it's kind of ruined racing. 
so it's just, it, it, I, I actually think it's kind of harder for age groupers now, though you do have, if you plan it, like if you get the exact perfect seating, you can kind of jump from feet to feet, I would imagine, if you kind of are like going up. And that's got to be nice, like kind of, if you plan it right. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm also not a huge yeah. fan of the rolling starts. I like uh, the, the punch up at the first buoy that uh, that just know you, lets you know you're in a race. I, I love the, the the mass starts and the and the and the washing machine. I, I quite miss those. As far as favorite workouts, what do you love doing in the water? We do a lot. I mean, I don't know that I love this, but we do a lot of like thirty times a hundred on a tight interval, or forty times a hundred, like which is just a pacing exercise. Like I can do that pace without thinking about it now. Um, which is good. I mean, it's terrible. It's miserable, hmm. but it eventually it like also, also the mental strength aspect, it really teaches you just kind of like get through it, deal with it. Uh, I was going to say that it's those workouts in training that when things are, are tough in, in, in races that you almost dip back into that memory bank of those sessions that you really suffer in to, to sort of know that you can get through it. Oh yeah. There's been a number of races where I've been like, of course you can do this. You did X on some random Thursday evening. Like, of course you can do this. Hmm. So Interesting. Interesting indeed. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for your time here on the Cone Edge once again. I look forward to chatting about your bike next time out. Uh, it's great to catch up. <laughs> this episode of the Cone Edge is brought to you by the Wahoo Kicker. Whether you're looking for the accuracy and control of a direct drive bike trainer or the flexibility and convenience of a wheel-on solution, Kicker and Kicker Snap are two distinct indoor training solutions. Kicker Indoor Trainer's large flywheel uses new algorithms to improve responsiveness and better replicate the sensation of riding on the road. So whether free riding or using online platforms like Zwift and Trainer Road, you'll have the same experience you feel on your favorite outdoor rides. To check out their phenomenal range, head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash indoor. That's thekonaedge.com forward slash indoor. Thank you so much for listening here to The Cone Edge. And that's it for today's podcast. Keep those iTunes reviews coming. We've had a couple of great ones. I'll be reading a few more uh, out on the podcast in the next few days. So uh, keep them coming. And don't forget, if you do leave us a review, uh, to head over to theconeedge.com forward slash win because we're giving away an entry into an Ironman race at the end of this year once again. Uh, and that's for everyone who's left us a review on the iTunes. It's as simple as that. So the URL to get to is theconeedge.com forward slash win. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for The Kona Edge.